Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Enemies of freedom. Are there really any enemies of freedom out there? You better believe there's enemies of freedom out there. We're fighting them every single day. Mark Walters at the ranch in Georgia. Six Hour Studios lit up for you. Crossbreed holsters. Mike is flipped on. I know that because the lights are flashing green, so that's pretty cool. And X-Insurance presents it all. Greg and Dallas Tejas, how you doing? Round two, hour one in the tank. You ready to roll? I am. Here we go. How do we get to watch the show, and how do we get to participate in the chat, my brother? Uh, sure, if you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com, right-hand side of the website. You're going to see three hash marks. Click those, and when that window opens up, select the Watch Live option. You've also got the Listen Live, in case you're driving, the podcast link, and the shop link if you'd like to support the show. Uh, if you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Okay, so Lee Williams, the gun writer, welcome back in. You're sticking with us for the hour. I appreciate it very much, my friend. I, I've got something that's quite touching that I want to read to you, uh, Lee. I just saw this during the break, and this speaks volumes to how much I don't pay attention to Facebook and social media as much as I probably should. But I was uh, looking at some messages uh, during the break, Lee. And by the way, welcome back in, Lee. Happy New Year, brother. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's good to be here again. I want you to take a listen to this. Uh, I got a uh, message, a number of messages in there that I hadn't replied to on Facebook at Armed American Radio. From uh, This one comes from Christopher Scott. And I want to read this to you. I'm going to try to do this without getting choked up because this is, this is the real deal. I just wanted to share with you that my family and I participate in Wreaths Across America every year. After hearing you mention your great uncle on the December 7th show, I made it a point to find his grave this morning. I had the honor of placing a wreath on his headstone to recognize him and his crew for their service to our great nation. I also had the same honor to place the wreath on the gravesite of David Codrius' uncle as well. And he included photographs of himself standing in front of my great uncle's B-29 Marauder crew that was shot down over Belgium on a, as my great uncle, Anthony Geyser, was piloting in the lead craft of a bomber formation to wipe out the Nazis at Schiphol Air Base in Amsterdam. And he was shot down over Belgium, but not before he got his bombs away and did the damage he did to the Nazis before he went down. And a photograph of that plane going down appears in the book Marauders at War. That was my great uncle piloting that aircraft. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. And I am this this photographs are going to my father and his siblings, my both of my aunts. And Christopher, if you're listening, he responded. I responded to him during the break. 
and I responded to him, and uh, he said, you're very welcome. It's been my honor to do this for the last 10 years. I have a short list of heroes I try to visit every year, and if I can lay the wreath, I, I do. It is the least we owe them for the sacrifice they made. Incredible stuff. Christopher Scott, you are an American patriot. God bless you for what you did, and thank you for sending me this, and I apologize profusely for it taking so long to get back to you. That was back on twelve sixteen, and I just uh, am corresponding with Christopher now. And Christopher, if you're listening, we love you, brother. You are a true patriot. Hats off to you, my friend. That means a ton to me and my family. Wow. Lee, Armed American Radio listeners, the best, brother. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's incredible stuff, man. The, the guts that it took to do that daylight bombing over Germany. Oh. Where there were Messerschmitts and anti-aircraft fire. Uh, it's just incredible. And it's daylight, right? The Brits bombed at night. We bombed right. during the day. Uh, incredible br- amount of bravery there. Yeah, I tell that story. I've been telling that story for now close to 15 years. I got my math right this hour. Uh, close to 15 years on uh, Memorial Day, I tell that story. David Codria was on the show with me, and we were talking about uh, back on December 7th, of course, a day that will live in infamy. And I, I said uh, B-29. It's B-26, Marauder. Uh, Hank just mentioned that in the uh, in the chat. Thank you for that, Hank, for that reminder. My mistake. Um, but yeah, if you want to see that photograph, it's the only known photograph of my uncle's plane going down. There's a photograph of it with its wing off as it was nosediving, and he and his crew were killed. They were interred in Belgium by Germans, and they were brought back to the United States as a crew, and they're interred now in Arlington Cemetery. And, Christopher, thank you for that. that that's, a, that's a huge message, man. It just means a lot. That, that's really cool. Speaks volumes about Armed American Radio listeners and the patriots that every single one of you are. Wow, I can't wait to get that information back to you, Christopher, when I send all this to my dad and to David Codria when we're off the air today. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. I'll grab that photograph, and I'll put it up in the next break. If you're watching on the show, if you're watching the show, I'll put it up there so you can see Christopher and my great uncle's grave there at Arlington, which I have visited many times. Wow, Lee, I don't even know where to go with that right now after that. That's, yeah, that's I mean, very cool that's, stuff. That's I don't know how rap, to follow that up. That, that's a wrap. Greg, cue the music, man. Show's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Incredible stuff. All right. Well, see, and he cues it up. Don't get confused, affiliates. The show's not over right now. It's just Greg doing what he does best taking me at my word sometimes he should be very careful about that lee i, I got to go back to that story that you were talking about in the first hour of the husband you know your husband or your guns well, i don't think we went into that enough i was also thinking about that as well so what's the position now of the wife do we know any more just give us a quick recap so i'll, I'll just do that real fast a judge threw the book at the guy but gave him a deal plea husband and wife go to court to accept the plea deal it was a fair deal judge says but there's a caveat you're turning in your gun's wife who was sworn in who did nothing wrong who committed no crime she was just there supporting her husband and the judge took their guns charlotte county sheriff grabbed all his guns locked them up where does the wife go from here she was scared to go get the guns i mean she had guns in that safe too Okay, they didn't just take the guns that were involved in the incident. They took every gun in the home, including some of hers. She was too scared to go get the guns from the sheriff's department because she thought her husband would end up in prison for 19 months. So thank God the son came and tried it. But right now, 
I, I know uh, we're putting them in touch with uh, the right legal folks because what he did to her is unconstitutional. You can't order somebody to, or you can't blackmail or coerce somebody to, to revoke and renounce their their civil rights. Which is no, exactly if you take this plea deal or don't, what what's he going to do next? Is yeah. he going to go to the in-laws? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, constructive possession in Florida. If I went out and committed a felony, I could keep my guns in the gun safe. I'd have to turn over the key to Stacia. I could never go in that safe. But that would qualify as not be as me not being in constructive possession. They didn't have to empty the house of guns, okay? He's the one that cannot have access to them. So get a safe with a key rather than a combination. Everybody would have been fine. Okay, you have friends in high places in Florida. Yeah. Is DeSantis's office aware of this? Do you know? That's exactly where I was. God, get out of my head. That's exactly where I was going to go next. <laughs> well, I can't help it. We have great minds think alike. What can I say? <laughs> We've got a judge, a judge who clearly doesn't know the law, a sheriff who doesn't, and a state attorney. DeSantis has relieved state's attorneys before who refused to follow the law. And I and the, the sheriff is the only way he can get fired. I mean, he's elected officially, can't get fired. Uh, he can get unelected the next election, or DeSantis can remove him from office for malfeasance. Uh, now, all right, uh, let me try. Let me try here to give the sheriff in Charlotte County the benefit of the doubt. Let me let me try. You tell me where I'm wrong. It was a court order from a judge. Is the sheriff right saying, look? It's a court order from a judge. I can't defy the court order. Go back to the judge. I can't do that. There was nothing in writing that went to the sheriff that said, don't release these. It's just what happened in the courtroom. Was there something in writing that said, go take them? Uh, they, they went to the scene and they, they took them. Uh, unfortunately, they emptied the house of guns. That shouldn't have happened. So that's uh, showing up. Was there a warrant? What was there? Uh, there was no warrant, from what I'm told. Oh, this gets better by the minute. Yeah, but I think the, the you hit the nail on the head with the governor's involvement. Unfortunately, he's a little busy right now knocking on doors in Iowa. But at some point, I know this will get to his level. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, governor DeSantis, if you're listening or if any of your staff are listening, and I know some do and have, you really want to stand up for the Second Amendment while you're running a campaign, now would be a really good opportunity to do that, particularly for your voters in your home state. Because this reeks of, I don't even know what it reeks of, corruption? Uh, Malfeasance, like you said? I don't know. We'll continue the conversation with Lee. Flip side of this break. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Yes, indeed, freedom, passion, and precision. Mark Walters in front of the Crossbreed Holsters mic right now. Six-hour studios lit up for you. X-Insurance presenting it all. Let's go back to the great 
gunwriter, the gunwriter, Lee Williams. Lee, welcome back, brother. So I want to stay on this briefly uh, about this because this, this opens up so many questions about this judge. And it'll be interesting. I, I sit here and I wonder, you know, can we go back and review some of these other judges' other decisions over time? Do we know how long this judge has been on the bench. You know, is, is this a leftist judge pushing an agenda? Is there any indication of that? Is this a gun-hating judge? Do we know what he's done in any other, you know, firearm-related cases? Certainly, as a judge, he's had opportunity to deal with firearm-related cases. Do we know anything about this guy? Yeah, we do. He was appointed in 2019 by Ron DeSantis to fill a vacancy. Um, he wasn't willing to be interviewed for the first story that I did a couple months ago or for this story. Yeah, I like um, he submitted. Yeah, he submitted a written statement. And you got to understand, I've called thousands of judges over the years to ask them about their decisions, and none of them respond, except for no, this and they guy. Never who, he, he, he actually sent a written statement. Um, basically, it's just, it's just a recitation of what happened. Uh, but he did say that uh, Assistant State Attorney clearly announced the plea deal to Mr. Merrick that included, quote, no longer being allowed to lawfully possess a firearm or ammunition or a concealed weapon or the ability to vote, etc. These implications were discussed with Mr. Merrick, and he voluntarily agreed to the terms of his plea, which is a downward departure, blah, blah, blah. Mr. Merrick scores out to 19.5 months. He took the plea deal instead. Um, Judge McPhee was taking the necessary time to ensure that Ms. Merrick understood the terms of the attorney's negotiated plea. And if she was in objection, then the court would not accept the plea. Ms. Merrick was in agreement with the plea deal and pledged not to have any weapons in her home. That tells me the fact he even sent a written statement tells me he's got. Yes, probably his phone's ringing off the hook. This is what we call evidence of a guilty mind. Boom. I, I was just thinking that when you were saying that, the, because most judges will not respond in no. any way, shape, or form. Care? The mere fact Why that this judge care? did reply does tell me that this judge is getting some heat. And that's a good sign. Now, I could be wrong on that. Maybe yeah. this judge, you know, who knows? Maybe this judge has responded in the past. I don't know. Have you ever had any 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 other correspondence with this judge? Or is no, this it? but let me put it in a different perspective. This was it. Let's say he told Ms. Merrick she could no longer go to church. Or vote. Right. I mean, it's the same thing, the civil right, and she did nothing wrong. And this guy doesn't understand. I mean, he's an idiot. Uh, There's nothing worse than a judge with leftist tendencies who doesn't understand the law. Like I said, her husband could have easily been not in constructive possession of those firearms had they just got a safe with a key. Everything would have been fine. Didn't have to give, give her the guns back. Everything's fine. Let's move on. And that's not me saying that. That's one of the best attorneys, firearms attorneys here in Florida, which is Eric Friday. He's also the general counsel for Florida Carry. This happens all the time when people get a felony conviction. He could he could have given the guns to a neighbor. He could have sold them to an FFL. He could have done a million things because there's a difference between possession and ownership. Okay, he still owns those guns. Those yeah. were his to dispose of. He could have sold them to a friend. He could have sold them to an FFL. He just can't possess them. And that judge should have known that. Now, is this binding on the wife until, quote, unquote, his sentence is complete after he completes his plea? I or is it uh, is it binding for life? Because, you know, we're talking a felony conviction, right? He, he's copping to a felony right. plea. 
Right, he did. He That's got, a lifetime ban. I don't think it's going to take that long. I think that what this judge did is so unconstitutional. And quite frankly, uh, these two stories have blown up. The first one was uh, the guys in uh, Ohio. Um, the Ohio, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Dean Reek runs a, a Ohio pro-gun group, Buckeye Firearms Association. Buckeye, right, right. He ran it on their, yeah, great, great guys, great organization. He ran it on their newsletter, and like 50,000 people read it. This story is exploding. This judge has to be getting crap from all over the country. So if you're listening and you got some time on your hands, you might want to let the good, let his honor know what your thoughts are on this mess. Do it professionally, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, of course. Okay, do it, do it politely and professionally, but be firm in your position, but do it professionally. I, I absolutely will do the same. I'll follow up. That's interesting to me. A number of things are interesting about this, not the least of which when you talk about, you know, Buckeye Firearms got this out to about 50 grand. This is also written as a Second Amendment investigative journalism piece. Hundreds of thousands of people because of the SAF and the list that this goes out to are also seeing this. Lee. Great work. It went Great work. Everywhere. As it should. I mean, I don't care where you live. This is not a Florida issue. This this, this thing strikes it at the, our core values here. Imagine your wife being put in that situation, Mark. Well, let me make this a public service announcement here, okay? Guys, this is why you don't go out and shoot up your neighbor's house drunk and blow holes in your neighbor's car, okay? Is what the judge did wrong? Yes. But let's not put ourselves in a position to have a judge do something wrong, okay? I think that's fair, good advice, Lee. Well, I think shooting up a Mercury Montego is some type of public service. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe there's that, okay? But uh, certainly not the House. I mean, obviously, we're not downplaying what he did. But at the same time, uh, yeah, he agreed to that. But it sounds like the wife was shocked when they got to court. It's hard for me to wrap my head around this stuff. You know, what's going through a judge's mind? Does a judge not understand the Constitution? Does a judge not understand... Yeah, clearly we see that all day, every day. That doesn't make it easier to wrap your head around just because they do it. Look at what they're doing to Trump. Try to wrap your head around that. I mean, it's clear what they're doing to everybody with a, that's honest. It's all Democrats think, attacking him, et cetera. But he still, it's tough to like, what is going through these people's minds? Are they just, they wake up in a bad mood? Are these just rotten people? You know, are they homeowner association wannabes? What what makes people do these things? That's the psychological answer that's above my pay my pay grade. Lee, go ahead. I think he's drunk on power. I think he was drunk on power. I've been I, I've been involved in thousands of court cases as a cop and as a reporter. I've never seen a judge call a defendant's wife to the stand who had nothing to do with this criminal situation. Not only call her, put her on the stand, and then swear her in. I mean, what the hell? She did nothing wrong, Mark. This this guy's drunk on power. Well, I mean, isn't being a judge, you know, power enough? (laughs) That's a pretty powerful position. Uh, And ladies and gentlemen, we come back. We're going to talk about a a judge that you may very well have seen the viral video. Lee, I want to talk with you about that because that also begs some questions of the guy she was sentencing to... uh, Let's say, uh, yeah, you're not going to get any bail anymore. And the guy went flying over the bench at her and did some real serious damage to, I guess, the uh, the marshal that was there, the bailiff that was there. 
And we'll talk Poor a little guy. bit about that. Yeah, wow, it was it was inc- it's incredible footage to watch. And if you've seen the extended version of it with his statements and everything else, and then to see his reaction, it's really something. But we'll talk a little bit about that. Criminals, ladies and gentlemen, criminals criminaling. That's what criminals do. Criminals criminal. We'll talk about them when we come back. Lee the Gunwriter William. We have two more segments. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues from the ranch in the six-hour studios. Crossbreed Mike. Remember, X Insurance presents it all. We'll be right back. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Get that mic going over there. Two, two more segments to go, ladies and gentlemen. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, the Thursday edition, continues from the six-hour studios here at the ranch. Crossbreed Mike lit up for you. Got that SIG over here in a crossbreed drop slide sitting right here. I wear it all the time. Love that holster and love that gun. Armed American Radio's got you covered. Make sure to check out our partners, armedamericanradio.com, and pick up some insurance. This is the year to do it. And don't settle for cheap insurance. The stuff that's got all the exclusions, all the stuff in, you know, you got great insurance. Hey, you're playing a great premium. Yeah, until you need it. Then you got nothing, and they drop you. Been there, surfed it. Don't do it. X-Insurance will cover anything and everything. Check them out for a policy. Visit armedamericanradio.com. Click on the X banner. We take you right there where you need to be. Make a phone call. Talk to an underwriter over there and get started. Get some quotes. All right? The best is not the cheapest, ladies and gentlemen, but it's real, and it will be there for you. If your freedom is on the line, it's exactly what you're going to want. It's what I have. Get it yourself. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back in, brother. Always a pleasure to have you here. I'll let you wrap up that uh, that judge deal in Florida, and then I want to move on to some predictions with you. I, well, I'll throw something out to you because we talked about, you know, the post-Bruin temper tantrum. I want to throw something at you we'll talk about for 2023, and then we'll move to some predictions for 2024. But go ahead and wrap up that Florida deal. How do you think that's going to shake out? Do you think the governor is going to get involved, DeSantis? I think we're going to get this thing handled locally. Right now, uh, okay, there good. are two groups of two groups of attorneys that are, are looking hard at this. That uh, okay. you know, again, I, I was telling it to them before we published the stories, and they, they had to suspend disbelief. It's like they're watching a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yes, um, once they <laughs> once they realized what I was talking about was real, there, yeah, we'll we'll get involved in that. I think you'll probably end up seeing a, a firm or two do this pro bono because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's a crazy world out there, bro. I mean, you, you, some of the yeah, stuff you look at in disbelief, right? I mean, there's actually, you know, artificial intelligence programs out that are out there that will make stuff up about people and accuse them of committing felony crimes of embezzlement and stuff. It's remarkable what happens I out there. That. Yeah, you just you just never know what's out there. It's crazy stuff. You got to keep your got to keep your head on a swivel, ladies and gentlemen. That's for sure. Ha ha ha. The, you know, I Y K Y K. There you go. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, my kids always laugh at me when I say, really, Dad? Do you say laugh out loud instead of just laugh? Do you say LOL? No, you get it. You know what I mean. If you know, you know, right? All right, Lee. So big story, obviously, the post-Bruin temper tantrum. So I'm going to kind of tie that into 2024 as well. The general consensus on the Sunday show on December 31st with my guest, each of them independently said, 
that constitutional carry was, you know, one of their top stories, if not their top story, not one of, but their top story of the year. Because we now have 28 states, 27 states, Florida now among them. And Louisiana is likely to be the 28th state. And dare I say, South Carolina may very well follow 29. If North Carolina gets off its duff, it could be 30, which is a huge story. Constitutional carry that for all these years we go back about what's, you know, go, go back to Illinois. Right. Oh, so happy they got their unconstitutional permit infringement. But we're happy about it. Right. Because they had no right prior to that to carry. So we go to that, well, we'll accept the permit infringement to carry our guns, and everybody's happy they got their permit, to we don't need no stinking permit, right? That in and of itself is a huge story. Would you put that in the top two? I'd put that in the top five, definitely. Yeah, probably okay. top two. Um, the reason being is people who don't have it don't understand it. If you don't need a permit, there's nothing you, for the government to revoke, OK, for some silly reason, we're yeah. seeing a lot of the, the post brewing tantrum stuff. Uh, they they want to cut down the, the number of eligible people or people who are eligible to own firearms, not the non prohibited people. They, they want to add more and more crap to the people that do have permits. So if you mm-hmm. don't have a permit, the government can't revoke it. It, it, it is a great feeling, my friend. And as you well it is, know, it is you know. it is a it is a free feeling. You know, I got a daughter that just turned twenty one. Now she doesn't need a permit to carry a firearm. However, I did take her to get her permit because when it comes time and she wants to buy a gun down the road, you know, aside from what she might have, you know, that's a background check. It's, I, I advise that you know if you have a permit in your state, even though it's constitutional carry, still get that permit. It it has sure. its benefits for certain things until we can wipe out those infringements as well. But, uh, you know, it's one step at a time. It's incrementalizationalism, right? We make up our own words here. That's what it is. But one step at a time, we'll get there. So, yeah, huge story. Let's take this into 2024 now because uh, we'll tie that permit thing into where we're going with this conversation with the post-Bruin temper tantrum. I think one of the biggest stories coming up in 2024 is going to be the cases post-Bruin that are now on June 23rd, two years out from the Bruin decision, right? Right. And as we fight the post-Bruin temper tantrum, lefty, Karen-ish, wah, 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 nonsense, these cases are now getting to court and are going to up, they're, they're upping the levels. They're getting into appellate courts and the Supreme Court is eventually going to step in now that we're near two years out. I think we're going to see an assault weapons ban case taken by the Supreme Court. We might not get a ruling in 2024, okay, but we're going to get a case taken and we'll probably have a ruling in 2025 that knocks down part of this and it's not just going to be assault weapons quote using their phrase ladies and gentlemen that's what people know it as i know you get it it's not an assault we know all that but we use their phrase because that's how most people identify with it throw that disclaimer in but other cases as well california the sensitive places that we're seeing in new york new jersey maryland you know illinois particularly california washington state's got a bevy of New gun control bills going into effect. Michigan's got gun bills going into effect. Colorado's got more gun bills. Oregon. All these things are being fought. You believe so we're going to start seeing some results of these now, knocking these down in court. Not just get them in court and getting a you know a brief victory down here at the lower level that, that that's then knocked down by an appellate court. But we're going to start getting these things up through the ranks and actually start getting some firm decisions on these things in favor of gun rights, Lee. That's my guess. Your thoughts? I would agree. I would add two more to that list. Uh, 
I think we're going to see uh, them take up an assault weapon ban. They got to do something with magazines. Okay, they have to do something with magazines. This is beyond silly. Um, and we have the Illinois and California case addressing those. So yeah, those right. are on the table as well, right? I would also say we're going to see something about homemade firearms, which the the other team calls ghost guns. Americans have been making guns in their homes since before there was the United States of America. We should not be prohibited from doing that now, my friend. I made two of them for some stories. Uh, Polymer 80 sent me two block clone kits, put them together. I had a great time. I cannot tell you how fun that was, making my gun. And there's a lot of work into it. you got to drill, you got to dremel off some plastic, you got to know how to put a Glock together, which I learned. Right. Uh, it's really not that, not that difficult. It's a great time. Your ability to make a homemade firearm from one of these kids, kits should not depend on what your zip code is. Okay? This is freedom. This is the ability that Americans have had for hundreds of years. Right. So I'd like to see that added, too, and put this whole ghost gun crap to rest. They're homemade firearms. You should have the the legal ability to make them regardless of where you live. Yeah, I'm going to throw the goat gun thing in here now because I'm not (laughs) I'm not that guy. That's not me. To me, is it would it be fun? Yeah, I'm sure it would. Okay, but I'm not that guy. That's not been something that's ever been up my alley. I'll go find I something thought, I like and buy it. Right? It's not for everybody. I know a lot of people do it. A lot of people love it. For me, I thought the same thing. I until you did it, you thing. probably found out it was relaxing and wow, all that kind yeah. of thing. I'll stick with my goat guns, you know, and build my toy replicas. Goat guns, ladies and gentlemen. And they're a lot less expensive, too, and they're really fun, and it's addicting. And maybe you graduate to ghost guns, to use their terms, right? Ghost guns. Give me a break. Greg, we're getting ready to take a break, I sense. Boom, we're getting ready to take a break. Lee, we've got one more segment with you, and we'll talk more about predictions as well because we can really go into some of the assault weapons ban stuff as we head into 2024. I want to ask you, too, as I was talking about with Cam and Company just a couple days ago on Cam and Company, about the anti-gun groups that are just fat with Bloomberg money. I think they're going to start losing some ground this year. I'll explain when I come back. We'll get Lee's perspective on that as well. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, the Thursday edition, wraps up right after this. Don't go away. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. Final segment of the Thursday edition here at the ranch. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Crossbreed Mike, ex-insurance presenting it all. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. They make this radio show possible every single day. Heading into 15-year anniversary on April 26th. And believe me when I tell you, April 26th is going to be here like that. All of a sudden, it will be springtime, and we'll be talking grilling while armed again and all that fun stuff. Oh, speaking of grilling while armed, the firewood, cutting-edge firewood, has just been burning like crazy. I had another rack delivered a few days ago. Actually, a week ago, Wednesday on the 27th. And we've just been burning it like crazy. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. And, Greg, I don't know if you know this, Ryan Petty, Parkland Dad, bought a bunch of the uh, pizza-smoking wood chunks 
Oh, not surprised. Had deli- yeah, had it delivered this awesome. week. Awesome. That's cool. To him in Florida from Cutting Edge Firewood. So they ship all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check them out. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Yeah, Cutting Edge Firewood will keep you warm, too. I, I see climate change is a big topic in the chat. Cutting Edge Firewood will keep you warm when it's freezing cold because of climate change. There you go. So Cutting Edge Firewood has you covered, has your climate change fears covered. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back, my brother, from another mother. Let's go back to the 2024 Preds, the predictions for 2024. You know, I, I think the, that we're going to see, and this is just a gut feel, I can't explain it any more than that. It's just one of those gut feelings. I think Americans are sick and tired of this woke nonsense. I think we're sick and tired of trans athletes taking over women's sports. I think we're sick and tired of a far overreaching government telling us what to do. And we can thank Biden for all of that. Yeah, we got to suck it up. We had to pay the price for four years, right? But I think Americans have had enough of this nonsense. And along with that comes guns and yeah they're flush with cash lee every town for gun safety you know the you know as as uh it was paul markle student of the gun said as far as shannon watts is concerned she's she's uh michael bloomberg's number one call girl i i i see while they've got bloomberg's money yes they're always going to be a force to be reckoned with i see support for them beginning to dwindle as americans come out of this funk that's been shoved at them by this leftist news crap, garbage, fake nonsense for the last several years. I think Americans might be waking up, and I think that's going to impact the anti-gunners as well. What would you say to that? I'd agree. I think the first one to shutter its doors is probably going to be the Gun Violence Archive, at which point you and I will get together and have a party. Uh, they are the uh, They deliver the fake news about the mass shootings um 2019 they said there are 417 of them fbi said there were 30 right now uh bloomberg just did a massive puff puff piece on the gun violence archive uh, and you gotta ask yourself why it's not a new group it's been around for a while well they allude to it in the story their founder uh bryant who looks like santa is now you've spoken to him you've talked to him right yeah yeah okay their their sole source of income, their sole source of funding comes from an 81-year-old billionaire, and he's looking to find another source of funding for them. So the founder wants to quit and retire, and their 81-year-old bankroll is deciding that he might want to put his money elsewhere. So I think they're probably going to be one of the first ones out. And those that aren't on Bloomberg's gravy train, like Brady, like Giffords, Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're in trouble, too. Both of them took uh, the PPC, what was it, the PPC money, the COVID money, and they took a hell of a lot of it. Yeah, hundreds so of thousands. they're not doing well. Oh, yeah, just tons. We did a story on it. Uh, I, I do agree that the, those that are uh, on Bloomberg's riding his gravy train, they'll be the last to go because the guy's got billions, man. Yeah, billions with a B. That's a lot of money. That's more money than you can spend in 30 lifetimes. At, if you live to be 85, can't do it. It's a lot of money. All right. But money can't buy lots of things. It can buy lots of things, but there's other things it can't buy. People waking up to LeBron James's nonsense. Okay. Yeah. Once you wake up to LeBron James's nonsense, any, any amount of money out there is going to convince you that you're wrong. All right. People that buy into Leonardo DiCaprio 
lecturing them about global warming while stepping off a private jet. Good for him for flying private. All right. I wish I was doing that everywhere I went and didn't have to deal with TSA. But while I do it, I'm not going to lecture you about climate change. Okay, nonsense that they do. Once you once you figure that out, there's not enough money in the world that's going to make you say, oh, well, I'm wrong. Not if you're an honest person anyway. But, yeah, you know, the, the GVA could be put out of business really fast. And that's if the mainstream media would do its job. You see, yeah. because what they're what they're not doing in the mainstream media when it comes to their quoting and Fox News, you're as guilty as the rest of them with this. You're as, you're no different than the rest of them. You're part of the problem. When you quote those nonsense numbers, what they're doing is they're throwing in the numbers in the Democrat run blue cities to concoct these mass shooting numbers. And if the mainstream media would do their their actual jobs and bring that up and mention, well, aren't you like cutting your nose off, spite your face? You're quoting numbers that have nothing to do with what you're trying to do. And you're using these numbers to inflate those numbers. If the mainstream media would point that out. Well, Lee, guess what? Bye-bye GVA. It would take a matter of minutes. Maybe Bloomberg's figured that out? That's the only reason I can see why he wanted to buttress them up. I mean, there's no reason for that story. There's no reason to do that puff piece other than they're hurting. And and great, you know? It's, It's one of the biggest sources of fake news. Yeah, Fox has cited them. So has Joe Biden. Listen to some of Biden's speeches. Read them. They're, everything he says is, is written down on WhiteHouse.gov, and you can read them. The numbers he's quoting on mass shootings and shootings are all taken from the Gun Violence Archive. So everybody's using that propaganda. Is Ezemafubula also on the WhiteHouse.gov website <laughs> when he says Ezemafubula? Is yeah. that there? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. And they'll just write unintelligible. Is it going to be a good year for us, 2024? I hope so, brother. We deserve it. After last year, we certainly deserve it. I, I say, yeah. I think we're going to probably get to 30 constitutional carry states, which is a heck of a majority. I want the left to keep coming at us. Yeah. We have, we have sure. a constitution on our side. We have Bruin decision on our side. And what we've got to do is get some of these decisions in. What the left is doing is sitting on their heels. We all know that. They're sitting on their heels right right now. They're waiting. They want to change the makeup of the Supreme Court. They don't care about ignoring the Supreme Court decisions until they can change the makeup of the Supreme Court. That's why this 2024 election is so vital. Lee, real quick question before we go to a break. I'm going to ask you to say the quiet part out loud. Are we going to see violence, political violence in this country in 2024 leading up to or after the election? I think we're going to see violence. I think it's probably going to be more terrorist oriented. Look at what's coming across the border. We have sleeper cells in this country right now. Yeah, Mayorkas said in front of Congress that uh, the military age males were coming in because of climate change. I mean, these people have lost their minds, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't even know how to define what a woman is anymore. The left can't even tell you what's a woman. I'll tell you what's a woman. Go watch watch a Katherine Heigl movie. You'll see a woman. Pretty much that simple. Hey. There you go. That's my public service announcement for the day. Armed American Radio. Hey, Lee, thanks for being here, man. Happy New Year and all that great stuff. Can't wait to work with you for the remainder of this year as well. Going forward, Armed American News. You can find everything that Lee writes over there. Armed American News. Check him out at the Second Amendment Foundation. He's over there. 
as the lead investigative reporter, Lee, the gunwriter Williams. We love you, man. Great to have you here on participating on the show. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow on a Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh.